Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of January 8th, 2023. The theme of this week is slow and steady. There are three big things I want you to think about this week. The first is on Sunday, Mercury, the planet of communication, will be in a trine with Uranus, the planet of genius, big changes, lightning strikes, sudden breaks, and great awakenings. And trines are a smooth, easy flow of energy where situations can develop very rapidly. It's a harmonious aspect. It's 120 degrees. And so when planets are in trine, they're always in signs of the same element. So either fire, air, earth, or water. And Mercury and Uranus are both in earth signs. Mercury is in Capricorn, the sign of business, the sign of what we want to achieve, what we're willing to put our hard work in to achieve our ambitions. You may get some great ideas about how you want to move forward and set plans in action that you'll put the hard work into so that they'll reap rewards. Uranus is in the earth sign of Taurus. Uranus doesn't really like to be here, but, you know, coming up with revolutionary ideas that can be really incredible. You may find that your mind is moving in a lightning quick. You're getting some original or inventive ideas, especially early in the week. You may have some intellectual breakthroughs. So as they come in, write anything down because the ideas can come in and disappear as quickly as they entered into your mind. Now, Mercury's retrograde, so is Uranus for that matter. But when Mercury's retrograde, it's a time to slow down, revise, revisit, review things. So these great ideas actually may be mining from your past experiences. So keep notes and use them for planning that you're going to be taking slow, steady actions going forward with Mercury being in the sign of of Capricorn, this grounded Earth energy. So keep that in mind this week. It can be wonderful ideas, but trines are smooth, easy flow of energy. So if you just start running around and trying to do things, you may miss important steps. So keep that in mind. The second thing I want to make you aware of is that Mars is finally stationing direct. Mars has been in the sign of Gemini since August 20th of last year, and on November 30th, it stationed and went retrograde, and it's stationed at 25 degrees of Gemini and has backed it up to 8 degrees of Gemini, and now it's stationing direct to go back forward. So there's going to be a while where it's still treading over old ground. Mars is not moving into the sign of cancer until March, but 
hopefully the main upheaval is over, although we may be seeing things that have come the next week or so is going to be a little tense, but at least we're going to get some forward motion. So you may find things that felt really stalled get momentum forward. Mars rules our drive and assertion. And it's been in the air sign of Gemini. So air rules the intellect. There's been a lot of scattered thinking and nervous energy that a lot of people are experiencing. I've recommended using your breath to help yourself, you know, calm from this erratic energy that we've been experiencing. A big thing about when a planet goes retrograde, a planet stations, you can cast a chart and that tells you the nature of the whole transit. And when Mars stationed to go retrograde last November, it was in a square to Neptune, the planet of illusions and delusions and confusion, also inspiration and compassion and a lot of positive things. But yeah, there was a lot about that confusion with Mars going retrograde. And it was also in squares or tension. There's like this nature of conflict between how people want to take action and feeling like the way forward was very foggy and unclear Neptune. And Mars was also in a kinkunx with the planet Pluto, the planet of chaos and that breaks things down, also has a lot to do with death and catastrophe and things like that. And King Kunxes move us into new situations. So that has been the backdrop of this whole transit and the transit happened between two eclipses. So it's been very magnified. So I wanted to review a couple of the really big stories about this Mars retrograde transit that's finally almost over. So the number one was Elon Musk buying Twitter. I've talked about this on the podcast before about he bought the company and then like just started changing all these different things that he caused his actions. Mars caused incredible confusion. Mars square Neptune when he took away the blue check mark and just anyone could buy it and people were buying the check mark and making up fake accounts and impersonating other people, companies and that sort of thing and in a King Kunks with Pluto. It just caused incredible amounts of chaos. One of the biggest stories was Eli Lilly. Someone posted that, you know, created a fake account, said insulin is free, and then their stock tanked, and they took two other companies down with them. So that's Twitter. Elon Musk put out a poll about him being CEO, and people said they didn't want him. So supposedly he's going to step down as CEO after causing this incredible chaos and catastrophe. A lot of people really rely on Twitter. Thankfully, I don't. I've canceled two of my accounts. I have one just for my astrology. But yeah, it's caused a lot of damage to his reputation. He has Venus in the sign of Gemini. So Mars over his Venus and his popularity has really declined. Venus rules popularity. Another big story was the murders in Idaho, where these four college students, Gemini students, were murdered Mars retrograde. And in Gemini rules, knives, there were a lot of like crime stories about knives and hammers during this whole transit are very, you know, handheld weapons. Handguns are also a Gemini thing, but this horrible murder 
where for so long they had no idea who had done this. Now, as I'm taping this, someone was arrested. This guy was, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. He was a criminology student, Mars retrograde in Gemini. Like he's someone who's used his learnings from being a student, Gemini, to commit these murders. And he's got like five planets in Scorpio, including his North Node at almost 15 degrees Scorpio, a world point. So I talked about that on my Instagram and maybe I did a YouTube. I'm thinking about doing it. So make sure you're following me on YouTube and Instagram if you're interested in that story because I'll be diving more into it. But it was Mars retrograde square Neptune. It took them six weeks or so to make an arrest. So there was this like, Nobody knew what happened, this horrible tragedy where these children were murdered. They were all about 21 years old in what was perceived to be, you know, a very safe community. And this all has this nature of this transit. There was also a bomb cyclone in, that really affected Buffalo, New York. There was this horrible storm. It affected all over the United States. I mean, over a million people lost power and things like that. But Mars square, Neptune, this Neptune in the winter, Neptune's a lot of water. Well, frozen water. There was all this, you know, snow and ice and the King Kongs to Pluto. It was an absolute catastrophe. And you can see in the chart of Buffalo, New York, that they have around the time their Pluto was activated as well in their natal chart. So, you know, there was all this freezing wind and snow that you can see, you can Google the pictures of houses just cased in ice and so many people died. It was just horrific. Also, Southwest Airlines had a complete like meltdown when they had to cancel thousands of flights. This was also about, you know, Gemini rules transportation as well. So that was a story. You also saw like people sliding down hills, even in like Seattle, the roads froze over. So people were trying to walk and there was a lot on the internet of people sliding down hills, like massive car crashes. And this happened right about when Mercury was slowing down to station retrograde. For myself personally, there have been an onslaught of fake accounts on Twitter. So what people do is they copy my information. Somehow they are able to download everything and they do all these fake accounts. I am only astrology by Celeste everywhere. I don't have any other accounts besides that, but they'll like put two L's in my name or a dash in numbers. And yeah, so, and then they pretend to be me so Mars retrograde in Gemini, a con artist, and try to scam my followers out of money. So if you're following me on Instagram, just block and report them or just block them if you don't have time to report them. But no, I will never DM you asking you for a reading. All readings are booked on my website. The most beautiful thing that happened with this, so apparently there's this guy, Andrew Tate, who is uh, one of these mixed martial artists, fighters, Mars rules competition. And in Gemini, mixed martial arts, there's a lot of dexterity needed with the hands and the feet and all that. Anyway, he tried to clown Greta Thunberg, this climate activist on Twitter. 
with these tweets. And anyway, he led the police to himself and he got arrested for sex trafficking. He's a really, really horrible piece of work. So that was a nice story where Mars and Gemini retrograde, his actions backfired on him and led the police right to him. Also, and speaking of competition, the World Cup, there were a lot of unexpected wins and upheavals and things. And just like a lot of people had a really terrible time when they went there. So that was also reminiscent of this transit. So a lot went on and there's more and more and more. It was the transit that kept on giving. So now Mars is finally going to go direct where we'll get some forward motion, where there'll be some ease and flow. So hopefully you, you know, you've learned a lot from this slowdown with Mars being retrograde about how you want to move forward and you'll be able to start, you know, slowly taking actions. Things that seem like they were stalled will get some forward momentum going forward. And the last thing I want to make you aware of is that there's going to be a third quarter moon on Saturday at 24 degrees of Libra. Libra is an air sign. It rules partnership. Its symbol is the scales. So we can think about how we can have balance in our partnerships. And with the sun in Capricorn squaring the moon in Libra, you might want to think about, you know, work relationships or who are the people who are help going to help you achieve your dreams? What have you learned over the last three weeks of this cycle about how you are in relationship? You can think about sun and Capricorn, the duty and responsibilities of relationship versus Libra, how you can find balance between partnerships. Now, 24 degrees of Libra is a fixed star that has a lot of prominence. It's the fixed star Spica. It's a gift from the goddess to be gifted. People who have planets that are right around this degree often have some kind of special talent. It also is related to marriage and unions like that. Some people may be getting proposed to. Yeah. It can also be very, very creative. So I love that, you know, the week starts with Mercury trying Uranus and ends with this last quarter moon, which can really spur imaginative ideas. You can get new ideas about who you want to partner with. Venus, the planet that rules the sign of Libra, will be at 15 degrees of Aquarius exactly at this last quarter moon. So there'll be something big in the news about a woman that is of the nature of Venus and Aquarius because 15 degrees of Aquarius is a world point. And so, and Venus will be squaring Uranus. So it'll be really interesting to see how that shows up in the collective with this last quarter moon. The last quarter moon is a great time to consider what lessons you have learned. You look back and think about what you put your efforts into, what came to fruition, what do you wish you had done differently. We're in the waning phase of the moon cycle, so there is a nature of release. You also will often at the last quarter moon, some energy starts coming in to bring some new life to things you want to do differently. Now, you can also look at these longer 27-month cycles called the lunar phase families. 
So this cycle with this Libra moon began back on October 16th of 2020. There was a new moon where the sun and moon were both in Libra at 23 degrees. So think back to that time, especially if you have planets or points in your chart right around 23, so 20 to 25 of the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. You may especially see a story. And nine months after that, there was a first quarter moon where there may have been something that advanced in this story. It was on July 17th of 2021. The sun was in Cancer and the moon was in Libra at 25 degrees, both of them. So think about that time. Is there a story that started back in 2020, had another big moment in 2021 in July, last April, there was a full moon where all was revealed. The sun in Aries, the moon in Libra, both at 26 degrees on April 16th, 2022. So think about then. Look back in your journals. Do you see any story that's continuing? And now we have this last quarter moon, January 14th, where the sun in Capricorn squares the moon in Libra. So just take some time to think about Is there a story about how you relate to other people, who you're in relationship that you've learned about, how you keep yourself safe, cancer, how you want your own independence versus, you know, having that balance or even people pleasing tendencies can be on the shadows, Libra, you know, what duties and obligations do you want to release yourself from Capricorn? Yeah. So those are some things to think about. On Sunday, the word of the day is anchor. We start the week with the moon in the fire sign of Leo. I love Leo energy. It's fiery. It's fun. It's enthusiastic. Now, Leo is a fixed sign. So we remember we don't break down. We break through. And this is the day that Mercury trines Uranus and they're both retrograde. I'm a little concerned about like there being some kind of something accident or mishap that comes from miscommunication or misjudgment that makes big news. And when Mercury was square Uranus, that was when the war in Ukraine started. So I hope there's not going to be another incident. I mean, this whole thing is just horrific every day, what's going on in Ukraine. But when, I don't know if you can recall, when there was a like a piece of a Russian something missile or something fell into Poland. It was a day when the the moon was in Leo squaring the north and the south node. And so we're having like a reflection of that same energy, but with Mercury trine Uranus. Uh, let's hope that nothing around the war takes a really nasty turn. But Uranus is on a world point. And with Mercury, a planet of communication, talking to it in smooth, easy flow and retrograde, there may be something that gets a lot of attention that is of an Uranian nature. And the sun is on the fixed star Rukbot, which is the steady stance of the archer. And this symbolism also brings to mind a rudder or an anchor, which provides a rock or a base on which one can build your philosophy or your your ideas. 
I'm reading from Bernadette Brady Star and Planet Combinations. It's one of the books on my list. And so I'm really thinking how we can use this energy because with the Mercury trine, Uranus can bring like all these great ideas, but a little bit of agitation or scattered nature. So how can you keep yourself grounded and think about what is your anchor? A great way to calm yourself is like, imagine you're sitting in a chair and that you drop an anchor from your pelvis down to the ground. That can be a great way to steady yourself if you if you feel yourself getting anxious or agitated. And also just think about what foundations you want to you wanna build. Who is your rock in your life is something else to consider. On Monday, the word of the day is cooperation. So Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony is in the air sign of Aquarius. People may be feeling like wanting a little bit more freedom and relationship and equality. Yeah, and it's in a trine with Mars retrograde in Gemini, another air sign. So Mars retrograde can be a little bit of conflict. Can we think about how we can say things, use our words to get cooperation rather than conflict with this trine? Because things could go down the tubes very easily. So don't start something that you don't want to finish. You know, starting something may not get you the results you want. Yeah. When I look at this, I can think about like the Greta and Andrew Tate. He came with the Mars retrograde at her and he wound up sending himself down the tubes. On Tuesday, the word of the day is elevate. The moon enters the earth sign of Virgo at 7.15 a.m. Pacific time. I love Virgo moons. They're a great time for like getting the tasks that we don't like to do done, those mundane chop wood, carry water tasks. Yeah, I absolutely love a Virgo moon. It depends on your chart, how you feel about it. It's a great thing to do to, you know, make notes about how you feel during the different moons. How are you productive? How are your emotions? How is your connection with other people and that sort of thing? Anyway, the disseminating moon starts at 5 Virgo at 6.27 p.m. Pacific time, where there's a call to like share what you've learned and, and share ideas and information. And on this day, also Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony will square the north and the south node. So think about that. You don't want to lower yourself south node to like the default things that you do when you're uncomfortable, when you're, you know, working with other people, you want to elevate yourself to the north node. And the north node is now in Taurus, being practical, stable, moving forward step by step, being kind. So think about that. Think about how I can elevate myself in this situation, especially if someone comes at you with Mars retrograde and Gemini was saying something nasty to you, like be the bigger person. Listen, have Michelle Obama telling you, in your ear that you are going to go high when they go low. On Wednesday, the word of the day is soothing. You may find that, you know, this week could be a little difficult for some people, especially if they use that Mercury Uranus to have an epic fight on Sunday. There can still be some hurt feelings now that we're to Wednesday because Mercury is in a square with Chiron, the wounded healer. So people may be feeling a little tender on this day. So use your words in a soothing way or do something that soothes yourself potentially and just, you know, give people grace if someone's a little grumpy. 
you have no idea what's going on in their personal life or other things that may be making them feel a little tender. Also, Mercury retrograde, you know, things may come up surfacing from the past that our ghosts may be coming back. So you may run into an old boyfriend or girlfriend and it makes you feel a little tender. On Thursday, the word of the day is relief. Mars finally stations direct. Now, it's going to take time for it to tread over old ground and Five days before and five days after a planet stations can be pretty intense where we'll see a lot of potentially Mars retrograde and Gemini type things where there can be a conflict or transportation problems and things like that. But at least it's getting ready to go forward. So be prepared for feeling some forward momentum coming in the coming weeks. Yeah. And the moon will enter the air sign of Libra at 6.56 p.m. Pacific time. So do something nice for someone that you love is a great thing to do with the moon in Libra. On Friday, the word of the day is contact. So on this day, Mercury will trine the North Node. So conversations you have can be important. So it's a great opportunity to make some new contacts that you can both help each other get to the next level. The sun is also sextile Neptune, the sun in Capricorn, sextile Neptune and Pisces. So, you know, sextiles are, are opportunities. So you have to put a little energy into things. So like this could be you're out at a party and you see someone you like, Are you going to make that conversation? Are you going to take the risk of rejection in order to potentially meet the person of your dreams? Yeah, you never know. Or it could be, you know, just making those extra calls can help like close a deal or something. I'm feeling with this energy. So take a risk. On Saturday, the word of the day is excitement. This is the day Venus will square Uranus. And so for some, this could be like, if you asked that person out yesterday, you could be on a date where you have an fantastic time. Now, Venus square Uranus can also be relationships breaking. It can be sudden new relationships or relationships breaking. They're both at almost 15 degrees on world points. Venus is in Aquarius, Uranus is in Taurus. And so there can be big news around a woman or something like that. Ah, it would be amazing if the women in Iran and the people fighting for women in Iran were able to, you know, have some huge change on this day where they toppled the powers that be that are suppressing them. The last quarter moon is at 24 Libra at 6.10 p.m. Pacific time. So what lessons have been learned is something for you to think about. But yeah, I hope women effect great change on this day. Yeah, that would be very exciting. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. 
You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 